Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello and welcome to our second Wisden Cricket Daily podcast on the second test at Vizag. If India got bazballed in Hyderabad, they've boomerad England here. India bowled England out for 253, giving them a 143 run first innings lead and with a test match in their complete control. I'm Yaz Rana and with me today is Katia Whitney. A quick run through of the day first. England will have been reasonably chuffed bowling India out for under 400 in the morning session. Anderson was sensational. He dismissed both Ashwin and Jayaswal after Jayaswal became the third youngest double centurion for India in test cricket before Bashir and Ahmed picked up the final two wickets. Job done. And England started their response well. Duckett and Crawley were brisk. Crawley even took 16 from one Bumrah over. But then Kuldeep got Duckett at City Point. Um, but England was still going quite well. They raced along to 114 for one when Axel Patel came on and drew a mistake from Zach Crawley, who was caught well by Ayer on 72. And then the day was all about Jaspreet Bumrah. The sensational spell of reverse swing bowling, he first accounted for Root and then Pope with a lethal Yorker that took out middle and leg stump. There were brief periods of resistance for England. Stokes scored 47, Bairstow 25, but England had no answer for the pace and skill of Bumrah and the mystery spin of Kuldeep Yadav. Bumrah finished with six for 45 as England were bowled out for 253, needing another miracle to go 2-0 up in the series. Um, Katia, India, England were just totally blown away by Bumrah. Yeah, ridiculous. Another level, really. Um, I was thinking when I was watching it, there just isn't another bowler who can even kind of come close to what Bumrah is able to produce on those kinds of attritional pitches. And then to be able to throw the ball to a seamer when our Ashwin hasn't done it for you and him to be able to just blow through a side like that, it's it's quite extraordinary. Um, and we were saying that, we were saying earlier that um, 
the spin attack with Ashwin and Jadeja and Axar and Kuldeep and whoever they can choose from is ridiculous. But when you're only playing one or two seamers, to have one of those seamers being Bumrah and Shami still to come in um, is pretty extraordinary. Like that ball he bowled to Pope today, you know, a, a bloke who's come in having just got 196 full of mm. confidence and he's made him look absolutely silly with no stumps left behind him. Um, it's just ridiculous, really. So, yeah, just just another level. And he averages, what, 10 under Rohit's captaincy? Because yeah. I, th I think the way Rohit uses him as well is is pretty important to why he's so good as well. Like, for a batter, he's never far away. He's never mm. more than half an hour away. So when you, you're playing at Ashwin or you're playing whoever, it's still in the back of your mind that um, Boomer is not far away and he's going to come back. So, yeah, it's just, just ridiculous, really. Yeah, I mean, the, the image of the day is definitely... Um, Pope leant forward the bat between uh, his legs and, and two stumps out of the ground beneath him. You know, the guy who's seeing it like a beach ball last week, um, not be able to get bat on it this time round. I thought it was really interesting hearing him at the end of the day talking about, um, you know, because people will be wondering, you know, his stats now. So he, ha he has 152 test wickets at 20.28 of bowlers to take more than 150 test wickets. He has the lowest bowling average of everyone except from SF Barnes, who played his last test match in 1914. So people, you know, people are wondering what makes Boomer so special. He's obviously got a quirky action that might make it hard to pick up. But I, I don't know, listening to him at the end of play there, he talks about really setting players up and being able to execute exactly what he wants to do as well. So he's got the the brain of a great and he's got the execution of, of a great at the same time and put those together. That's a, a lethal combination. I thought it was quite interesting um, comparing Mukesh to, to Bumrah, you know, which is obviously a very harsh um, comparison for Mukesh who's just making his way in Test cricket. But there was a point when England were going well, uh, Rohit brings on Mukesh and the ball's reverse swinging from, from ball one. And Mukesh is getting the ball to swing quite a lot, but it's completely out of the hand. And it's, a, quite predictable. Um, well, I guess, yeah, it, it is quite quite predictable. And Pope was able to, even though the, the field was packed in front of square on the leg side, Pope was still able to pierce the gap because he sort of knew what was coming each time. He could read it out of the hand. But when Boomer came on, he get two balls at reverse swing in, a couple at reverse swing away. He uses the crease really well. He comes at you in so many different ways. Um, he just His manipulation of that reverse swing that both the bowlers had was just incredible. And, you know, look at who he got out as well. Pope, Root, Bairstow, Stokes, um, you know, ripped the engine out of that England batting order. I mean, Anand asked, who is the best all-format bowler in the world? Would it be Bumrah? Yeah, well, it is Bumrah. I don't think there's much competition there. But if you look not just at Bumrah, but I think one of them would also be Maham Shami. And he's probably going to come back in the next test, we're thinking. So to not have, just have Boomer as one of the best all-format bowlers in the world, but then to also have Mohamed Shami, such a part of, we, you know, when we talk about India's dominance at home and we talk about because they prepare turners or because they've got the best spin attack in the world, so much of a, of a part of that is that they've got these high-quality seamers that when you're only playing two of them can still run through mm. a side. Like we were saying earlier, like the balance of India's attack, like do you even, even need the second seamer? And it's such a question when that first seamer is Bumrah because he does the work of, well, he he. It's so difficult to have a seamer who's going mm. to be able to come on and compliment Bumrah um, when someone like Shami isn't available. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's just incredible. You know, in, in your bowled England out for 253 in the first innings um, and Ashwin's gone at fives. 12 overs, no maidens, none for 61. Um, 
Axar's gone at, gone at sixes, four overs, one for 24. Um, you know, England talked so much about their preparation for the series. We had Ollie Robinson on the podcast who outlined that they were preparing for these extreme conditions. Boomer really is a difference. It was very, very similar to the first innings in Hyderabad when England felt all out, I think, for, for a nearly identical score. It was Boomer on that occasion who sort of got rid of the, the, the big guys in the middle order. Um, you sort of feel like this series increasingly not necessarily will be defined by England's battle against Boomer, but such a big part of it will be, can they get through his spells? And, and two, how many runs do they get when he's having a rest? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think there's a type of kind of, a, a type bowler type thing. So if you look at Anderson, and we were praising Anderson this morning, and rightly so, he was he was excellent. But there's such different seamers in these conditions. Like Anderson will come on and he won't go for any runs and he'll pick up those wickets and he'll do the job. But he he's not going to run through you in a session consistently like Boomer will so if you're looking at the differences between the two sides and where that's going to be at the end of the series we've talked so much about England's inexperienced spin attack that they're facing spin in these conditions but when there are only one or two seams in a side that's the difference it's such a huge Mm. difference to be able to chuck the ball to someone like Boomer compared to chucking the ball to 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 a different kind of seamer 100% you know people we've talked so much about spin this series but go back to England's 2012 win as as well as Swan and Panasar bowled Dhoni at the end of the series said Anderson was the difference between the mm. two sides. Anderson at age 41 shows what a difference teamers can make. Um, we'll, we'll, we've got a few questions about the makeup of the England side that we'll address in, in part two. Um, it wasn't all Boomer though. Kuldeep, um, another one who hasn't really played much test cricket in India. He, he was he was brilliant. Mm, yeah, well, you're talking about all format bowlers. Like Kuldeep hasn't played ridiculous amount of test cricket, but you know he might be up there for a shout. He was, yeah, he was he was really really good. And when you think about um, leg spinners, particularly with the way England are batting, you think that's the one that they'll look to target. But even through doing that, you you brought up the the Abra Ahmed thing. Like Abra Ahmed took seven for in Pakistan against England when when they tried to slog him, and and doing that against Kuldeep as well, it, it didn't really work today. Um, and to be able to have again. You've not got Jadeja in this test match and then you're bringing in Kuldeep instead mm. and giving you that point of difference. You've got Axar as a left armour, you've got Ashwin and then you've got Kuldeep Yadav. That's an incredible option to, to go back to. And, and I was thinking when Jadeja comes back in, surely it can't now be a given that Kuldeep's going to be the one I, to I make way. I think it's, it's going to be for, for Mukesh. Yeah. You know, you, you say that Chami's going to come straight in. Not necessarily, you know. Um, maybe they leave out Axar, but Axar in this test match is bat- batting six for them and Axar's had so much success against England and he... And he got the wicket of Crawley, which was really important. England were 114 for one going going so well before that collapse and it was Axar that made the breakthrough. Yeah, I just, I just think on Kuldeep, um, his, his story is amazing because he sort of broke into the India team in white ball cricket when he was quite young. Uh, he had one test in Australia where there was talk about he might actually be India's number one spinner in overseas test matches. Um, he takes a five for in that one test match. Um, he goes to the 2019 World Cup as, as uh, an absolute shoo-in in that India lineup. And then it sort of, goes really badly wrong for him. He was out of um, out of favour even in the IPL, couldn't get a game in the IPL. And he sort of come back and he has a, a little bit more energy through the crease. He bowls a little bit quicker, but he hasn't lost the spin and the flight um, that made him so successful in the first place. And, he, and he's come back as, as a newer, more complete cricketer. And I think when the pitch is flat, as it still was today, he's able to get more out of it than most spinners and also deceive batters in other ways. I thought... The wicket of Ben Duckett, for instance, was just a great example of a batter sort of getting done in the flight. He Duckett comes forward to a ball that he thinks, I think, is a little bit fuller than it actually was, realises he's not there and all he can do is just prod it to the guy at Silly Point. Um, so yeah, Kuldeep was was brilliant today. 
Um, as was Jairuswell briefly, he got to his, his double hundred. Um, there's a great statistical breakdown of his innings on Quick Info, um, where it outlined that Jairuswell scored 17 off 67 off Anderson and then 192 off 223 from the England spinners. Um, obviously, a huge difference in the scoring rate, and he started in some style in the second innings as well, taking consecutive boundaries off Bashir at the end of the day. England have got a problem with, with Jaiswell, pretty much as big as their problem with Bumrah. Jaiswell scored 300 runs in the in the two first innings that he's batted in the series. And the way he started this innings, you, you'd expect him to, to get a few tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he looked pretty good coming out late tonight as mm. well, having been bat- batted, what, for a day yesterday. Yeah. A lot of a session this morning, been in the field, comes back out, his business as normal, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have they have got they have got a bit of a problem. Um and they need to find a way to to target him. We they talked about in the in the first match the angle with with Joe Root, but but Joe Root's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be able to consistently do that and consistently open the spin bowling like that. Um, so yeah, they do have a problem with him, and uh, you know you'd back him to go on and score loads more runs he, tomorrow. He, he, the way he just treats anything over pitched, he just treats it with such disdain. It's like how dare you bowl that at me? Mm. And he's the only India player this series so far who's really punished what is always going to happen with an attack this experience. They're going to bowl bad balls. They're going to bowl more bad balls in India. And India haven't actually been very good at punishing those bad balls yet, mm-hmm. as, as ruthlessly as they should. And Jaiswal has absolutely done that. Yeah. And it forces England to do things differently. As you saw today, Eng- England made a couple of bowling changes early on. Um, it's very, very difficult. You know, he he, he almost neutralised Hartley yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Hartley, obviously brilliant in the second innings. In the first test match, was bowling quite nicely. But when JSWL got hold of him, Hartley barely bowled. and He hasn't actually bowled for quite a long time in the Test match. He didn't bowl today either. Mm. Um, so huge, huge challenge for England. Yeah, I was thinking, looking at him a little bit yesterday, we talk a lot about about confidence, but I think when you're watching Jaiswell, it's almost a different kind of confidence. Mm. There's a confidence of like, well, why wouldn't I, you know, be able to go and hit this, you know, hit this bad ball into the stand and not get caught on the boundary? Why wouldn't I be able to do that? And that might end up sometimes in the kinds of shots we saw in the first test match where he gets 80 odd and then gets out. But it's almost a confidence that that doesn't border on arrogance because he just hasn't considered the other alternative. Um, it's not a swagger. It's just a, this is going to happen and I'm going to be able to do it. Um, and it's so refreshing to be able to see a young player come into the side um, and have that kind of confidence. Quite, it's quite informed confidence, isn't it? Yeah. He knows how good he is and it's not misguided. He is actually as good as he thinks he is. He's, he's not wrong to think that. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's it for part one. In part two, we'll talk more about England. In terms of the match situation, Katia, England won with a first innings deficit of 190 in the first test. It's only 143 um, here at the start of the India second innings. Do England have a chance? Not so this week's greatest ever comeback <laughs> of all time. Um, well, yeah, because it's England and because it's Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullen, and every single time you said, yeah, they're not going to win this one, that they, they've gone and won it. But it is a different scenario than last week, primarily because England are batting last, whereas last week they weren't. While the, the pitch hasn't seemed to deteriorate as much as the last one, um, it's a massively what you think if they can bowl India out for what looking at minimum 150 kind of thing yeah they're already 28 for none after five yeah exactly so then they're 300 ahead on a final you know final day or two with with, with 
the Indian attack. It's going to be really, really difficult to come back from here. But then, you know, we'll probably be speaking about this on Tuesday when they've come out and hit 400 in, you know, two thirds mm. of a day and they've actually done it. Um, but from an outsider looking in, it's a much more difficult situation than last week. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. And, and I, it's not just England will have to bat last on this pitch. It's that, I know this sounds really obvious, but India don't. You know, a massive reason why England were able to take 20 wickets last time was because England got to bowl when the pitch was at its worst and its hardest to bat. I was worried yesterday that England might not bat long enough to really get India in in difficult conditions. That sort of happened. Uh, England were, well, how, how, how long did the England innings last? Um, um, about two sessions collectively. Yeah, right? you know, in England were, um, yeah, basically exactly that. Fifty-five point five overs in the field. The pitch doesn't deteriorate very much in fifty-five overs. So even by if by the end of the India innings things are getting more difficult, you know, you'd expect the pitch to behave pretty well tomorrow. The commentators were saying before the game started that they expect day three to potentially be the best day for batting. So the conditions are completely in India's favour, partly because of the toss, but also because England didn't bat long enough. Um, so I think India are in complete control of this test match in a way that I don't think they, they quite even were in Hyderabad. Um, Michael asks, why do you think that Duckett et al. appear to have abandoned the sweep, so sweep shot after it served them so well at Hyderabad? Is it because of the extra pace in the wicket? Um, that was quite interesting today. Um, for whatever reason, Katia, England didn't play as many sweep shots as they did last week. Yeah, it is interesting. Duckett kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit coming up before the series and talking about 10 sweep shots really, didn't he? Because then as soon as he's getting out to to not playing sweep shots, people will be like, well, why aren't you playing one of your, one of your 10? Um, yeah, well, we were talking about R. Ashwin just before we started recording, right? That he's both taking the pace off um, and he's getting the um, the India batters in the nets to, to just sweep him constantly. Mm. Um, and that kind of shows the thought process behind it um, that when you take the the pace off of a ball, it's going to be harder to to sweep effectively. Um, and it, it kind of shows the quality of a side and of a bowler that are learning to adapt to what England, England are doing. And now England have to adapt to what mm. to what India are doing. Um, but yeah, it is a little bit funny watching watching Duckett kind of get out to to, to not sweeping now. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I think England would would say they played spin reasonably well today. Kuldeep took three wickets. But he did bowl really really well. Ashwin didn't take a wicket. Um, and that in, that entire middle order of, of Pope, Root, Best and Stokes fell to um, the, the supreme class of Bumrah. Um, Niall asks, I know it's a good batting pitch and we were bowled. Um, we bowled better than in the first test. But looking at Bumrah, have we missed out by not bowling, not playing another seamer? Or is it just a case of them having a freak, having 150 wickets at 20? Well, of course, it's a case of them like having having a freak who, who can do that. Because if you look at England's squad, you can't just chuck another seamer in there and say, oh, you know, that'll do the same job because they won't. There's no one like Bumrah um, England have got. Because realistically, who would they have played? They would have played Mark Wood, um, who is probably guess, the best. Yeah, or I, they would have played Robinson. Yeah, I guess you could argue that Robinson showed in Pakistan that he can do a very, very similar job to Anderson on, on these sort of pitches. So if you're very... Um, simplistically, just looking at if you had two Andersons, maybe that shaves off 30, 40 runs from from the um, India total. But I think... 30, 40 of the 143 that, that England... Exactly, exactly. And, and also, we were talking about it yesterday. I think England have picked the side to give them the best chance of bowling India out when it's going to spin loads in the fourth innings, third innings, hopefully. But the game just hasn't got to that point where you'd really expect Hartley, Bashir and Ahmed to cause serious problems mm 
for India. I think they bowled pretty well through the test match so far. I think they did a good job to restrict India to less than 400. But at the end of the day, um, you'd expect India, you know, they score 250 runs tomorrow. England, you're looking at world record chase territory. And you'd probably, you know, looking at how India finished the day today, you you'd sort of expect India to bat all day tomorrow and, and you'd worry that it's a sort of repeat of day one might happen where India, England actually bowled pretty well, mm. but a re fine, fine taking wickets, really, really difficult. But then you've also, you know, you've also got to think, um, Mukesh today, I, th I thought Mukesh bowled pretty well today, but he didn't have the same kind of effect that Bumrah had because mm. he's not Bumrah. You look at Anderson, Anderson bowled so well on, on day one and day two to take three for not very many across about four sessions. So then you chuck Ollie Robinson into the mix, you chuck Mark Wood into the mix. It's not, you know, it, as you said, it might shave 40, 40 runs up to total, take you out of the field for, for half a session, but it's not going to have that kind of for impact mm. that's going to come in and make such a ridiculous difference. The pitch is probably more seen friendly this week than it was last week, but it's not so suited to just seem bowling mm. as a blanket um, a blanket term um, to justify, I think, playing one of, another seamer instead of one of the spinners. Mm. Um, Joe asks, what's happened to Joe Root? <laughs> um, worth noting, Joe Root, he did score 91, like three match two matches ago, what, at the Oval? So, um, I... I think when when Root is playing in Indian conditions, people always expect him to score runs because he's he's the one that's got the uh, that's spoken about to be good at playing spin, and he's the one that's done it in India before. And then when he doesn't score runs, it's what's happened to Joe Root. He's also England's fallback option, so it looks worse when Root is not scoring any runs, and it does when the others aren't falling runs, scoring runs. Because when the others aren't scoring runs, you're falling back on him, and when he doesn't score runs, you've got no one to fall back on. Um, but he's he's getting bumrud um like the rest of them and you know we were talking about how how bumrud's getting him out and it's a similar way to to what how Cummins has, has targeted Root in the past and he just can't tell which way it's swinging really when it comes out of bumrud's hand you look at him um in the last uh innings in the last test match where he got beaten on his inside edge um and done lbw by bumrud and then this test where he's nicking off to bumrud because he's trying to protect his front pad um he doesn't know which way it's swinging and in all fairness Fair enough, yeah. you know, completely fair enough. Um, but when, again, when you look back at where this series has won or lost, let's say India won, win the series and you're looking at where India have won it, they will have found a way to nullify Joe Root. Because if Joe Root scores runs, England are going to be well on their way to winning test matches. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, chat around conditions can be quite simplistic sometimes. So you, you see a pitch that's flat and you just think, okay, go on England, score 500. But even when it was 104, I was like, you know, who? Someone's got to step up and do what Ollie Pope did last week. You know, the commentators were almost a bit joyless in how they're describing JSWL's innings in the first innings. When he was on 100, they said, "Well, he needs to he needs to make this one count." And you're like, "Well, he's already got 100." Um, but Root is even now, even though the other guys in the top six have had really good years or two under Stokes, he is still the most likely guy by an absolute mile to compile those massive scores, particularly in India. So if Bumrah in particular can keep Root quiet, that, that is sort of unlocking the series for, England, uh, for for India and it's asking so many more questions of that England batting lineup. Massively, like you, you can see, you can talk about Ollie Pope um, having coming off the back of 196. Crawley's only like five, six innings after that Manchester mm. epic. There are obviously like all of them can score runs, but when you look at Root, he's the one that does it consistently. Um, and it's now, what is it, three innings in a row? Maybe it's two innings in a row that, that Ben Stokes is being asked to do a rescue act down, down the bottom mm. of the order. Um, 
And if you're thinking about winning, consistently winning test matches in India over the course of a five match series, you need someone to have a series um, where they've scored all those runs. If you look at England's overseas victories in India and in Australia, the, the one constant in that series is that Alistair Kirk went mm. on, a, on a spree and scored so many runs. You need to have that one person or those couple of people who um, are able to have those kinds of series mm. if you're going to win in these kinds of environments. 100%. Um, Chris asks, why is Anderson's batting not improved after 20 years and 180 test matches? Uh, which I thought was a bit harsh. He got a promotion today. Um, he actually batted at, at number 10, Shoh Bashir, um, who, who finished unbeaten on eight, eight or 15, survived against Boomer and Co. Um, but yeah, Anderson batted at number 10. That was the second time since November 2015 that Anderson has not batted 11. Um, so Didn't review the, the LBW with three remaining. That was yeah. brilliant. Um, which I actually thought about it was probably quite smart, actually, because it didn't waste time so they can maybe get an extra over. And I know that that extra over didn't really do much for England, but you could see what Anderson was thinking. But that was a great moment, um, not not using a review when they had three left at the very end. Um, well, anyway, that's it for today. India are miles on top, but as we know from last week, uh, it's never done until it's completely done with England. Podcast Network. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330. Or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.